Welcome to the uh, May 1st, 2016 edition of the Odelay Show with C.G. Brazewell. The Odelay Show, peaceable audio journalism in good faith, perspective, critical thinking, and conversation. Feature interviews, editorials, and opinions, essays, community dialogue, investigation, and understanding at www.fusepowder.com slash wordpress can be found in the archive. That's F-U-S-E-P-O-W-D-E-R. Frank Union, Sam Edward, Paul Ocean, William David Edward, Robert.com slash wordpress can again be found in the archive. Um, I'm recording this on the 1st. It may not be the first anymore by the time I get it uh, uh, uploaded. Um, it's about uh, 9.30. <clears throat> it's a Sunday, uh, according to the, uh, uh, the the Pantheon calendar, the Roman Pantheon says. Um Today's is an editorial edition. It's difficult for me to find people to come on the show. Um, kind of a... Uh, uh, well, hang on. Excuse me. Uh, it's difficult to find uh, guests because, um, I don't know, at this point, uh, uh, you know, when, when you begin uh, talking philosophy, you just basically, only other philosophers can understand you. So... Uh, there appears not to be mass market appeal for it, um, in the general sense, anyway. Uh, but I appreciate the listeners that, who listen. So again, an editorial show today. It's also difficult to find advertisers here. I, I've given it all away for free to now. I mean, you know, come on. Um, why not? Um, if I if I agree with you, I can be talked out of ad space on the show. So. I should back up off the microphone here. I'm looking at my uh, meter. I'm clipping. I can go back and fix that, but I don't want to have to go back and fix the whole program of it and uh, post-production there. So, uh, as I mentioned, the Odelay show for May fi- uh, excuse me, excuse me, May first uh, in the in the year 2016. I think it's approximately the year 106 in in the Orient. Um, so that's a that is, I don't mean to um, uh, advocate for um, um, uh, Roman imperialism as such, um, or or the inverse Christian um, cultural Christian uh, <clears throat> uh, war that seems to be awkwardly reflected in the contemporary culture. But anyway, I've gone enough about the date. Um, so an editorial show today. And this has to do with um, basically the national presidential election. That's that's all I hear. You know, and I, I've got walls built up in every direction trying to block out the corporate media. Um, but... Uh, you know, because I'm careful about what I let in because I'm a content creator. And uh, uh, so I, I, you know, it's, you know, often as we all know, you know, it can be a full-time job to try to uh, stop all the spam from coming in. Is a problem in my world. 
for me for I hear tell others you know um, so I you know I go to some lengths to try to uh, black a lot of that nonsense that lower kind of bilge out um, but I know from times before I you know generally was making efforts to block out said corporate media bilge that um, you know it, under the circumstances on the timeline that's largely what people are getting now we all should know that there are far more important uh, elections in fact all of them generally speaking um, because a local election is going to be more important um, in the free west than is a national election or should be um, it, it's kind of it's I'll talk out of both sides of my mouth with respect to the politics of uh, foreign policy. You know, that's that's why it matters. But anyway, that that appears to be really beating down my walls, trying to block out the corporate bilge. And I I think uh, in the in the media. Um, so anyway, that's coming down. Um, this is also May first. It's, it's Labor Day. Kind of a more, um, um, like oh, I don't know, common law leveler. I don't know if it's the proper secular calendar. Uh, you know, let me, let's see. I've got my calendar out here, May first. It doesn't say anything about Labor Day. Eastern Orthodox, it says. Uh, both of uh, Easter, but nothing about Labor Day. But I see a lot of the uh, in the alternative press. Um, they're calling today Labor Day, which is fine. But anyway, so it's corporate media discussion today, specifically regarding the national election coming up, or a purported national election coming up. Even to say that, there are implications of um, uh, about uh, you know what 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 being pigeonholed and, and um, having a, a an electoral argument, buying what you're given rather than looking into it yourself. And I, I dissent here a little bit regarding what one ought to do when the corporate media tells you that there's an election coming up. So. Um, the the corporate media persists in, in insisting that you know there's a presidential election later this year all right uh, the corporate media's preferred candidates are more or less evidently you know this order are more than the wife of former president clinton all right uh, two uh, billionaire business owner and uh, reality television star named trump Number three, a statesman from Delaware named Sanders. And number four, a nationalist named Cruz from uh, Texas. Um, and the, 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 the you know, the, the in, apparently in that order. So Mrs. Clinton apparently most roundly reflects the corporate interest, you know. Uh, so it should follow that um, by way of following the money. Excuse me. Their uh, corporate media are inclined to shoe in these candidates in that order, uh, who best represent the interest of the ownership of large international corporations. That is uh, the old money interest, not just in the United States of America, but old money throughout the world. Um. Those interests, more or less, are, I mean, by definition, it's old money. It's the interest of the establishment, therefore, historical status quo. 
like you know and it's you know through hardship to the stars you know back to it antiquity looking forward <clears throat> we cannot deny our roots our violent roots you know um, evolution and the law of the jungle um, you know this is a bloody mess and it still is as we talked about in the previous show how there are kind of two different worlds living side by side in a postmodern culture those who um are enlightened and those who aren't. And the worlds are very different for both groups. So, you know, that applies here. You got that situation. Well, be careful not to vote in someone from the wrong, you know, um, side of the um, argument about truth and, and, um, and uh, you know, humanity. Um, but those things, you know, and I so can't really avoid our, his, one, our history. We need to understand it, though, in order not to repeat it and to understand where we came from and that sort of thing. Um, you know, so, you know, civilization was built on. Dynasties and empires are built on war and racketeering um, way back and today. Um, you know, there are black laws today still, Jim Crow. And not, you know, it could be, it could be racial, it could be. Uh, gender related um, it can be because of uh, sins of the father if you will or the you know the progenitors uh, it's an inherent bias and we need to be careful what we incidentally declare to be an incumbent governing mindset uh, war racketeering black laws gender bifurcation like hatred and death like church uh, endorsed sex trafficking rape culture right right Misogyny, all of this business, bad stuff, killing, theft, poor ethics, lack of accountability, dishonesty, confusion, unenlightenment. It's just, boy, it is rampant. Like, you gotta watch out for that stuff. It's everywhere, and it's slippery. So it can get you from behind if you're not awake and alert and ever forward moving and forward thinking. Um, so I can't read my notes. Forgive me. What does that say? Something is not, oh, I'm going to stop tape and figure it out as not to waste your time. Hang on. Capitalism is not egalitarian, right? Um, not neo-capitalism. Uh, it is if you're, if you're AI or dead or a political construct, yeah, but not for organic human life. Um, colonialism is not egalitarianism. That's how we all got here, but, you know, often is the case, depending on who you are. Uh, but, uh, so, you, in order to correct and, and grow through and move forward from the past, one must understand one's past. I've said that a few times. So such policies at the international level, right, kill off the working class. That's most everybody who can get by, have a good life, you know, um, enjoy industriously, if you will, um, life with gusto. 
you know, you're not an old blue blood. Um, and you're not a, you know, you're not a slave. You um, have a trade. You know, mo- most people, the, the you know, the bread basket. Anyway, I've gotten off. But um, so support of any candidate who, you know, takes so much as $1 from a major corporation or really a dollar from anybody or even gives one unless they're trying to help. That's where the buck stops with the individual can- candidate. Any candidate who's who's taking dollars, um, a vote for any of of one of those is a vote in favor of old dead money ruling over your own executive vesting in that dollar. So the law of the land is a philosophical thing. So don't feel compelled to vote for the lesser of two evils don't think of it that way it's not what's happening instead because presidential politics is different than all kinds of politics here most people won't even talk about it because it's so bad but i have a press credential and i'm political and i'm obligated in my opinion to staff my credential in this zone so poorly defended frankly in this zone of ideology or this philosophical realm that's why I have to walk into the batter's box here deal with it um, so hopefully I will do a well rounded service to it that forwards the issue seals up some uh, loose spots in the defense of myself and the people and my community and we can all move forward better off for it So, like, don't think I must vote for the lesser of two evils. There's a lot of better ways to get around it. Vote right in a Green Party candidate or the Green Party, a third party candidate or a socialist party or go join. I mean, if you want to deal with partisan politics, go join one of these parties. They'll understand. These caucuses very clearly understand. Democracy is not new, you know, that is. Democracy in the sense that we're not talking about a theocracy. People say, this is not a democracy. Well, democracy is what that, that delineates the difference between, you know, draconian rule by elite ruling class and rule by the people who live in the land that's being governed. All right. No one wants to argue with, you know, some rube that this isn't a democracy it's a lot of things and it is not a theocracy (laughs) okay i mean it may be quacking like one but anyway so vote a third party or join one of these actual parties these recognized intergalactically recognized parties where the buck does stop and has always you know green party socialist party libertarian party or, you know, vote for an independent because an independent candidate by their lack of affiliation shows a greater understanding of the office that they are said to be campaigning for than someone who has conflated their persona or action with um, uh, a major party. It's just there to, you know, 
get in the way. It's not government. It's not peaceful. It's not, it doesn't work. It's retarded. Or write yourself in, you know, if you feel yourself capable of doing the job. If you do not, you could still be, you know, <laughs> we could talk about that in another time. But if you feel capable, write yourself in. You know, passing around dollars and jumping through hoops that are given to you by, you know, agencies of the state, otherwise your ballot doesn't count, isn't necessarily the ultimate law of the land. All that stuff can just arguably tantamount to a poll tax. Especially when it's in cahoots with a, with a, with a, uh, with a known party. Who's involved? Um, all of the aforementioned uh, corporate candidates are partisan, which means that they must uh, represent the interests of their party before they will represent the interests of individuals among the electorate. At least that's the default for these big parties. Um, in a two-party system, there's no such thing. It's a big, big I mean, it's, you know, it's there to confuse you. It's not how it works. You know, people live and die by partisanry. A two-party system is not, it's like a two-legged stool. It doesn't work that way. It cannot. It's a joke. I think people understand that, but it's not taught. You know, and that's the nature of politics. And one of the, one of the pedagogical problems I have with that is that if it isn't taught, it's there for you to pick up along the way. But, if you can't have dialogue about it, then there are certain forensic issues that I have there. The same kind of forensic issues that come up in criminal investigations when a perpetrator has scared a victim into not speaking. That's what this is. So anytime you're manipulated or your political will appears to be encountering attempts to be manipulated in light of the context of a two-party system, someone's committing a crime against you. Or they're trying to take away, confuse you or hustle you. So, um... Two-party systems. No no such thing. It's a lie. Um, the law of the land uh, is a philosophical thing, so don't worry if the corporate also don't worry. Therefore, if the corporate media tells you that a campaign prevailed, but that represents not the interests of you or the individuals or, of, you know, free people or Represents not the liberties or civil rights of your constituency. You know. um, because, you know, reason being, fear not reason being, that at such time that any official or agent or holder of office otherwise fails to act in the interest of the incumbent electorate, that's me and that's you and that's us. Because this is a, you know, we, we govern. The people have the are the commonwealth, public and private, but in this instance, we're talking about public office. Regardless of what some statute says, if the statute is wrong, erroneous, unconstitutional, transgresses civil rights, civil liberties, then it's, that's not binding. I don't care who says it is. 
you know. That's just, you know, that's something else. That's the mechanism of coercion. I've said it a zillion times in this show and written it, it seems like, so many times. Like, just, you know, you don't, people don't come after, after, at you with a writ that says train robber, you know, or, you know, the mob. They get some nice shiny seal, <laughs> you know, that says, hey, we're a legitimate government body. You have to do what I say. Well, no, it's not true. Now, you may end up doing it. You may even, or you may, you know, come to blows because you didn't do it. But you'd be right, maybe wrong. If they're not operating in good faith and they're not, and if they're breaking the law, that's how you know that they're foolish, full of it. If it happens to be unconstitutional, now, so fear not, reason being, that at such time that any official or agent or holder of office otherwise fails to act in the interest of the incumbent electorate, that's me, you, us, then the authority is vacated. They are not an authority uh, by, by civil law, civil authority. So, um, well, either that or you, you know, you're being occupied by a military. A military authority is not a civil authority. That's different. Or a crime is being committed. <laughs> and that's natural law. That's criminal threats. I have a big rock. I'm going to beat you in the caveman head with it. Well, you know what I mean? Then you kind of, that's another deal. But so, vote your conscience. Whoops, whoops, I skipped. I got to skip ahead down here. So money talks. Uh, and money is, in, in my view, speech. Money are not people. Um, but there is a tendency here of, you know, I hear in uh, judiciary-related dialogue, you know, money is now, you know, corporations are people. Well, corporations are a political construct. They're an institutional protocol, which can be said to be a political construct in a philosophical sense. That's, you know, so people can exist in an institutional level, have, have such a comparable like sort of agency. Um, so, but there's a difference between the political will of a person and the, and the political will of something that was born of, you know, that's, that's, you get, it's, it's something ontologically completely different, you know, and yet in the judiciary dial, philosophical dialogue I hear now in the mainstream media, corporate media is that. You know, corporations are people. Well, I don't think anybody really... I mean, the way I just explained it, that's the difference between corporations and people, although they do share. Some can share at an institutional level comparable agency. But that's that's why people go vote. <laughs> that's why, there's, you know, <laughs> we the people, you know, that's what that's the point. That's who's being advocated. That's what the government is of and by. So I... I to the degree, only insofar as that's really serious stuff. I don't know. I mean, people go to a great length to um, kind of build a, a subterfuge to see who will mess up. So maybe they're all just kind of, you know, maybe the Supreme Court's saying that just to see who will bite. Uh, money can be arguably speech, right? 
money from people. I mean, but I mean, not everybody has the same dollar. It's not an egalitarian situation. In a presidential election, so that's a whole kettle of fish. In a presidential election to pay for or support um, campaigns or, or campaigners by, uh, and a lot of times they're more campaigners than they are candidates because, you know, a lot of times the job's already being done and being done better than the people who are said to be campaigning to do the job just because, you know, it's like you can't leave it headless and um, it's got to get done right. And that's why the elections and the corporate media end up being such a reek so strongly of being a sideshow. Uh, so it draws away from the dialogue that needs to happen, of course. And like I said, I've built walls and walls and walls and barely can keep it out. Um, you know, and, and alternative media does a fair job of it, but um, when the Stanley Fishian subjective uh, influence of exposure to semiotic, uh, the semiotics of publishing and consuming, uh, you know, print and other forms of uh, informational media, you know, in light of that, like, even alternative media, you can't trust what you hear. You can't trust what you see. You just kind of, it's kind of like you got to just kind of take everything with a grain of salt. I mean, that's a fact. Believe anything you see or hear, ever. Um, it just gets worse. That's why eyewitness reports are so forensically valuable. Anyway, in a presidential election, to pay for or support campaigns by way of uh, the dollar is to essentially to pass the buck. Here's why. I've mentioned this slightly, a little, a little bit before. Because, like I remember, we call, we all have, rather, we all have access to the executive uh, vesting um, in our uh, system of government through the dollar. That's what it represents. That's an executive uh, writ, the, the, the dollar, uh, as, an, as, you know, as, a, as, as currency, you know, and as an institution philosophically the dollar trades against over under it's one philosophical dollar and that in many ways is more valuable than any stack of dollars because of what it represents for all of us it gives us all access actionable access to the executive officialdom of the United States of America so therefore to make a corporate for-profit lottery out of the out of a, an election for national Executive office is like trying to cash a bill. Like, and that's the prettiest way that I could say it. All participants in such a campaign have failed to meet like standard bare minimum bar for the office that they're campaigning for. That is to say an understanding of the executive vesting, which the office that they're campaigning for, campaigning for represents, right? So like they're all right out. And that sense, I mean, you got it, it causes us to have to pay attention to day to day life and day to day politics. At the same time, it releases you from having to hang on every word of what the corporate media or anybody has to say about national politics, because technically they're all totally disqualified by incompetency, based on the protocols that they're using to try to gain office. 
that shows a fundamental misunderstanding of what it is they're campaigning, campaigning to do. And that's why local elections matter more. Notwithstanding the problems with foreign policy, of course. Um, you know, the survival of our terrestrial mount and the survival of the human diaspora as it pertains to the local platform all come by way of peace and collaboration internationally. None of it comes by way of war. Zero of it. Zero. None. Zero. And any foreign policy that isn't forwarding what I just said regarding peace is a coffin nail for the, us and our, you know, and the uh, heavenly bodies that we ride upon. That is true. That is true. That's a fact. And that's why it's so important that you do ignore complete, you know, derelicts and do not actually give them access to power. Specifically, particularly when they're begging for it. That's why local elections matter more. Because that's where you build up from that level. And that's where wisdom prevails. Eventually, out the top. You grow out. Um, peace, peace. Boy, people don't like it. That kind of talk. People don't like it. Ooh. You know, and those people, they got to go back. They're part of the that other silo of unenlightened Um. Uh, you know, you know, negative death merchants is what they are. You know, I don't want their Kool-Aid. I do not want it. So, um, vote your conscience. Not in response to gaslighting put upon you by the corporate media or anybody else. Um, if you, um, if need be, literally vote for yourself. <laughs> like, you know, precinct committee, you know, is sits on the same ley line, shares part of the same ley line, you know, as the executive office anywhere. That executive uh, trajectory, that executive egress is the same from here where I'm sitting as it is in the Oval Office right now or wherever the uh, the president is right this time exactly the same completely not different whatsoever philosophically it is the same thing and that's why the dollar just one philosophical dollar is in so many ways far more valuable than any stack of them you know you don't need a stack of wrenches when you just require one and it is not an item to hoard up you know and a big pile of and whoever has the most one um, unfortunately, that's how most people see it. And that ends up being the tacit uh, watermark that basically betrays whether people are, you know, politically aware or not. So don't be afraid. Um, you know, vote your conscience, not in response to if you vote. I mean, you ought to vote. I, you know, and not in response to the gaslighting put upon you by the corporate media. And if need be, literally vote for yourself because I'm okay and you're okay and vote for you as a vote for me or, you know, as you like it. I mean, how's that for uh, one citizen, one vote? Vote for yourself. 
I mean, you're more incumbent than you might think. And there are fewer people that get it than you might think. And it's important that if you know that, if you don't know that you learn, and if you know that you, that you're valuable as a, as someone who's politically aware in the, here in our home, in the United States. Um, so except that, you know, one citizen, one vote, except that suddenly that makes two votes. If me and you, that's two. That's grassroots, right? And we haven't had to pay each other or we don't even know each other's names necessarily. I mean, you know mine. I think most people assume I'm using a fake name or not. <laughs> um, because, you know, truth is is important. But, uh, and I, I think that's, part of what I kind of try to teach by using my real name, <clears throat> at least for my, uh, at least for my nonfiction. It's a concept, right? That catches on, you know, um, you know, one citizen, one vote grassroots it means understanding. And it's a philosophical thing. And it works. Like I said, without ever naming names necessarily without corporate media endorsement, you know, without even one dollar having to change hands. I mean, the law of the land is a philosophical thing. I keep saying it. And I owe, you know, you my best effort as a citizen and vice versa. Nothing more, nothing less. So that's your presidential politics um, Odelay show. It's still the 1st of May, 10 o'clock in the evening. Um, you know, um, I'd like to go on and could. And I'm sorry it's been a while since I've posted a show. Um, but, uh, like, a lot of things kind of, you know, I feel like I'm repeating myself or saying the obvious. Um, but come on the show. You know, I don't know. I asked this astrologist lady if she would come on the show. She ignored my email. That happens a lot. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't think I really. I'm 41. I don't think I really communicate very well with uh, some. I don't know. I don't know. I got You know, I think. I think people are very concerned about labels, and I'm not. I. You know, I go to great lengths to try to make sure I don't wear the wrong label, and make you know great lengths to try to be careful not to label myself. I don't know. Come on the show. Come advertise. Uh, or or not. You know. Um, but this this venue is open. Should aim higher, maybe. <clears throat> so, the uh, May first uh, edition of the the Odelay Show with uh, C. G. Brazewell is brought to you by um, uh, the Ad Hoc uh, Church of Satan in Good Faith and uh, the FBI, Angry Black Jesus, the Mahatma Gandhi PC, uh, University of Oregon Philosophy Department. Pacific Ocean, San Francisco, China, United States of America, uh, solid state cosmology, biomechanical engineering, uh, DNA coding. Uh, yeah, by the way, quickly, you know, I wrote in the ASU and U of A uh, theoretical physics faculty. Uh, for I can't remember which offices in the 2014 Arizona election. I hope they're enjoying their political careers. Um, meanwhile, until we talk again, uh, remember there is no God. Not any mean ones anyway. And the stars are your friends and uh, 
Uh, this planet's a, a living animal who votes her conscience whether you uh, anyone gives her a ballot or not. Better make friends. Um, and uh, lastly, this uh, terrestrial mount is under my protection uh, uh, as well as that of my uh, uh, partisans and any uh, harmful actions committed against uh, her or her uh, constituencies or neighbors, uh, elemental or otherwise, is viewed as a, uh, an act of aggression and uh, license for justiciable interdiction uh, uh, will, will, will ensue. Any such infraction. Uh, anyway... Thanks for listening. Come again.